welcome to the first episode of Starring Emma Roberts, a podcast where seven friends wrote different parts of a script, and we are now going to read them to you uh, for the first time live for us. Yeah. <laughs> Not for you. It will be a recording for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is for you. It is for you. Uh, I'm Dana. I'm Todd. I'm Sarah. I'm Jared. I'm Noah. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Danny. And we started this because over uh, quarantine, we, you know, as people did, decided to uh, get on those Netflix parties and start watching movies together. Um, But we only wanted to watch really shitty movies uh, that we could totally raz on in the chat. Mm -hmm. Totally. Those chats were going off. They were popping off, my friends. And some of the movies that we were particularly inspired by uh, were The Holiday. Uh, Christmas Wedding Planner, and of course, Little Italy. Um, a common thread among at least two of these is that they were starring Emma Roberts. Um, we... That's just a little homework for you. You guys should go back and check those out if you missed them. Yeah, they're mm. really fine films. Those are good films. And we if you of... want to stop right now and just go watch yeah, all Yeah, pause the podcast. <laughs> it will legitimately help your understanding of the <laughs> And you'll be better for it. Um, we noticed that these movies were uh, A, bad, and B, it sort of seemed like they were written by many different people who hadn't read the previous uh <laughs> pages so we thought wouldn't it be funny if we wrote a movie script uh like sort of piecemeal and uh we just thought we could do it at least as badly yeah, as that at least yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah that was the goal so basically um i started the script off i wrote the first 12 pages i then passed it to todd who wrote another 12 pages he passed it off to i forget who got the third part and so on and they only get the previous 12 pages. Right. So so by the end, uh, the last person to get the script has only seen the previous 12 pages and missed the, you know, prior like 50 or something. So yeah. it was yeah. a big old mess. Yes. So, um, yeah, we just uh, want to get right into it. Um, we'll be reading the whole script um, right now. Um, so I have cast my part. So I'm going to um, read out everybody's parts right now so just everybody pay attention and dana um just can you uh i forget if you've done this can you say the name of the movie that we wrote oh of course yes the name of the movie is the ultimate forbidden christmas kiss (laughs) um which is the only other info that people writing it had right everybody knew the title yes we decided on the title beforehand so everybody knew that um and that was it so i will um i will cast this now so producer number one that's going to be Noah. Mm. Mm. A- Annie is going to be Sarah. Great. Producer number two is Danny. Mm. Letitia is, I wrote Letitia, Letitia. Um, Letitia is Lorraine. <laughs> Got it. Diane is Lorraine. Okay. Elliot is Todd. Chip is Jared. Chip. Lorraine, you're also <laughs> Zara. Yes. Noah, you're Bill. Bill. Todd, you're construction worker number one. That's correct. Danny, you're Steven. Mm-hmm. Jared, you're Frank. All right. I'm Olivia. No. Great friend. Hey, wait. You only wrote 12 pages. <laughs> there are more characters. I wanted to make she sure was... that everybody had people to play yeah, with. This is this, you know? this like, is I didn't want... This is world building. Oh, my God. Yeah. What I'm hearing is Dana didn't trust us to invent new walk-on characters for our parts, but that's okay. That's fine. I just wanted Todd to feel like he had. there were places that he could go with it, and I think that it I respect paid that. Off. You're oh, real Dr. It was a, it was a pool of characters I mean, that I swam in. Is that a natural? A veritable menagerie. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Todd, you're Mike. Thank you. Jared, you're Mark. Mark. Danny, you're Matt. Yes. Noah, you're Mitch. (laughs) Whoa. And Lorraine, you're Nurse. Copy that. And I'll be doing um, the action also. The action. 
Also, the people listening to this, they if this ever gets made, they're going to want there to be a lot of roles for them to You're potentially so right. get. Absolutely. Yes. And you I know? feel like we should have mentioned that's this. True. This really is for any Netflix executives listening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's our target audience. But when we said that they were bad, we meant they were good. Bad, like, ooh, like Michael Jackson <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like bad to the bone or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, bad to the bone. Yes, yes, yes. yes but yes. we did make this for actors in particular. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that. For everyone, if you guys want to fill those juicy roles. Yes. For Emma Roberts, really. Yeah. Uh, Emma Roberts if she's listening this I, is for you this is for you alright so I'll get that's started a, that's a great note to start on mm-hmm. interior news studio a bustling news studio of a small town in America the anchor's desk is cool and calm ready for the nightly news but behind the cameras it's absolute chaos Annie Christmas 26 looks at a clipboard by camera one everyone is coming to her with decisions she's doing the job but she is not happy about it High school football team just made state finals. Uh, move that up before first break. Kid fell in a well, or uh, he fell really well. We're still waiting for confirmation from our reporter. Hold that till the end. It doesn't air until he's in the well. Or unless it's a really good fall. <laughs> Producer number two nods, then dashes off. A terrified PA, Letitia, 22, so damn eager and so damn incompetent, runs up to her. Miss Christmas, Miss Christmas. Annie sighs. She'll be doing that a lot. (laughs) For the last time, Letitia, it's Annie. Please don't remind me that my last name is Christmas because I hate the holidays. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Annie. I forgot. I'm just so excited to be in an actual news studio. She holds up two strands of construction paper handprint turkeys. Can you help me? Where do these turkeys go? (sighs) Anywhere behind the anchor chairs. Um, but... Diane said it was really important where they went, and I, I'm not really Annie sure. Annie sighs, puts her clipboard down, and puts her hands on Letitia's shoulders to try and settle her down. Everyone already knows that Thanksgiving is tomorrow. They're not going to forget just because we don't have a few turkeys behind the anchors on the 6 o'clock news. She pushes Letitia off, grabs her clipboard, and starts to walk off when she's stopped by Diane Livingston, 50s, the hard-headed anchor who takes her job very seriously, especially around the holidays. And, oh yeah, she's Annie's mother. Annie, there you are. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't I see any turkeys behind us? People need to know that we know it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Annie gestures over to Letitia who's hanging them up. No, no. That's not the right height at all. Mom, come on. Annie, I know it's the holiday. Which I hate. (laughs) Which you hate. (laughs) But this is the biggest season of the year for us, so we need to make sure that everything runs as well as the first Thanksgiving. Yes, you mean everyone nearly dies and we get bailed out by the people we eventually murder? Honestly, Annie, <laughs> try to be a little more festive or you'll have to speak to your father. And you know I hate that. As if on cue. There's my favorite mother-daughter duo. <laughs> Elliot Christmas, 50s bloviating news guy with a heart of gold enters. He's the other anchor, Diane's ex-husband and Annie's father. Why are those turkeys so low? Excuse me. I'll let you handle him. Remember, festive. <laughs> Diane quickly hightails it out of there, leaving Annie to deal with Elliot. You know, we've been co-workers for 20 years, we're married for 10, and we've been divorced for 8 years. You'd think she'd be able to at least pretend to enjoy my company! <laughs> Love that exposition. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going through one of her little phases. A phase? The time I got really into rollerblading was a phase. This is a lifestyle choice. Excuse me, I've got to go powder my nose before I do the 6 o'clock news with my beloved ex-wife. Now what do we say before we go on air? Another great day to be on the news. 
Another great day to be a Christmas. <laughs> That's the spirit. He gives her a light punch on the chin, followed by a quick thumbs up. This is their thing. <laughs> Annie sighs. Another day on the news and another holiday. Elliot and Diane take their seats and shuffle through, through their papers. Another great day to do the news, right, my dear? Please don't talk to me. <laughs> okay, guys, we're ready to go in three, two. She cues them in. Good evening. I'm Diane Livingston. And I'm Elliot Christmas. Welcome to the news. Annie sighs again. Another day on the news. <laughs> Inter- uh, interior bar later. Annie walks into a friendly neighborhood dive bar where her best friend, Zara Thompson, 27, married and very pregnant, has her life together, sits with her devoted husband, Bill. There she is. We just caught your parents on the news. Annie sits down in front of the grumpy old bartender, Chip. <laughs> you played the news here? I thought you said you'd never put the news on in case they ran out of one of those exposés on how alcohol is bad for you. Chip slaps a beer in front of Annie. He knows her order. That's right, and I never will. There was an ad for the news while we were watching Extreme MMA. Isn't MMA already extreme? Yeah, but this time they can use their teeth. (laughs) Annie recoils and Chip laughs, walks away. So, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Just another day working for the parents. I'm just so ready to break out and start my own newspaper that focuses on real news and doesn't care about the holidays. I don't want to produce my feuding parents' news program forever. (laughs) You should quit. They can find someone else. But I can't start my newspaper without money, and I'm just not there yet. Just ten more years. (laughs) (laughs) they all laugh annie's attention is caught by the tv again it's a local ad for the town christmas ball ah christmas already it's not even thanksgiving yet you know this town they love their christmas ball (laughs) that's where we met it's my favorite ball that our town hosts (laughs) zara elbows him it's the only ball that our town hosts (laughs) annie watches the end of the ad her dad is the spokesperson so come on down and show your town pride and your Christmas spirit. We got raffles, games, singing, and prizes. See if you can win best Christmas spirit, best Christmas couple, or even best (laughs) Christmas kiss. All while building up your town pride. And don't forget that every category comes with a cash prize, courtesy of Santa Claus himself. Hey, maybe you could try to win best Christmas spirit. Yeah, right. That reminds me, I have to go get ready for the big Thanksgiving parade tomorrow. If we don't beat KLU 12 in the ratings, my parents are going to flip. Put it on my tab. She finishes her beer and exits. Exterior Main Street evening. Annie watches the decorations being put up for the Thanksgiving parade. Stupid Thanksgiving. She kicks a cornucopia thing down the street. (laughs) She's called a cornucopia. Like a gourd or? No, a cornucopia thing. Hey, that's for the parade. Sorry, sorry. Exterior Thanksgiving parade next morning. A big platform in the middle of the parade route on Main Street. Citizens of the town have settled in on either side, waiting for the parade to start. Annie shifts in the cold, already impatient, while Letitia buzzes with excitement. The cameraman, Frank, 50s, Bobby Bacala energy, (laughs) waits with supreme zen. Elliot goes over his script. Four finely feathered floats. Four finely feathered floats. This is so exciting. My first time in the field. I'm absolutely abuzz with excitement. (laughs) Just then, another news team joins them on the platform. The enemy. Letitia and Annie watch them set up next to them. It's tense, like watching the other boxers show up to the ring. Ooh, is that our rival station? 
Yeah, KLU-12, the enemy. KLU-12 is a gender swap version of their own crew. Annie's counterpart, Stephen Easter, 30s, hot, buff. <laughs> Annie watches him. <laughs> Who's that? He's handsome. Ugh, Stephen Easter. We've been nemeses since the high school newspaper. He thinks he's God's gift to the news. KLU-12 starts setting up in front of Elliot. Oh, hell no. Ahem. <clears throat> You guys are blocking our line. Steven looks up from his clipboard. Major jerk energy. This has always been our spot. Um, no it hasn't. And we got here first anyway. <laughs> our tripod set up. What do you care? I thought you hated holidays. Yeah, but I love beating you guys. Annie grabs Frank and pulls him and Elliot in front of Steven. Olivia, 50s KLU-12 anchor, objects. My sight line! Steven grabs the news camera and moves it in front. There you go. Olivia tepidly steps forward. They're getting close to the edge of the platform. Annie lifts up the heavy camera and now moves it next to Olivia. We can move to a different platform, honey. No, no. We got here first. You're our spot! The two producers jockey and move their cameras forward while the anchors back up warily. Meanwhile, the parade is starting right behind them. And we're we're live in five, four, three. The two anchors start talking next to each other. We're live in our beautiful town, spectacular Thanksgiving parade. Annie and Steven keep subtly moving the cameras forward, and each anchor keeps taking one step backward until... Behind to me are four fine feathered floats made to celebrate America's favorite holiday. Oh! <laughs> the cameras have been pushed too far. Elliot and Olivia both tumble off the platforms at the same time. Dad! <laughs> Into her hospital waiting room later. Stephen and Annie sit next to each other in the hospital waiting room, arms crossed, hating each other. I can't believe you did that. Me? You were the one who kept pushing them further back. Yeah, I had to, to get the shot. They sit in silence again. Suddenly, four suited men enter. Mike, Mark, Matt, and Mitch. These are Stephen's brothers, and they are basically interchangeable. They swarm around Stephen. <laughs> Where's mom? I can't believe you would let this happen to her. Do we need to sue anyone? Should we send her to a better hospital? I'll pay out of pocket. Is the doctor doing enough? I can diagnose. She's fine. I told you guys to stay home and finish cooking Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we trust you to take care of mom. They all leave in a huff. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Four older brothers, all more successful than me. That explains a lot. They sit back in silence. The hospital TV plays the news. Annie watches her mom report the news. Elliot and local KLU-12 reporter Olivia Easter are in the hospital. (laughs) In stable condition. (laughs) Can you turn that off? I can't listen to my mom right now. Steven gets up to turn up the TV. That's all the news for tonight. From our family to yours, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Steven is about to turn off the TV when the ad for the Christmas bulb starts to play. Are you turning it off? I definitely don't want to see an ad for this. Steven watches it. See if you can win best Christmas spirit, best Christmas couple, or even best Christmas kiss. Hey, wait. I have an idea. Does it involve (laughs) turning off the TV? You want money to start your newspaper, right? Uh, yeah. Wait, you you remembered that? (laughs) And I want to prove to my family that they should take me seriously. Okay. What if we teamed up and achieved our goals by Christmas? What are you talking about? If we win Best Christmas Couple, you'll get a great cash prize, and I'll get respect from my parents. You know how much they love the Christmas ball. Yeah, mine too, but we'd have to pretend to be a couple for a month. 
We hate each other. So we go on a few dates, make a big showing at the December holiday festivities. No biggie. I don't know. Come on. It's 50 G's. We only get all 50 G's if we win best couple and best kiss. (laughs) I am not kissing you. I mean, I hate the holidays and I hate you. (laughs) Come on, Annie. You need the money. I need the award. How about this? <laughs> we only go for best couple. And you can keep all the money. 25000 Annie considers this. That's it's not a, all the money. <laughs> it is if they, if only they don't do the kiss. If they okay, don't I'm kiss. sorry. Continue. <laughs> Win the best Christmas. Annie considers this. There's like, this it's plot a- is full of holes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait till we get I'm to my part. I'm following. Wait a minute. Annie considers this. It's a good offer. A nurse comes out. Okay. Your parents are both doing fine and should be free to go soon. Stephen grabs Annie's hand and squeezes it. See, honey, they're fine. Aw, you two are a couple? How sweet. Sorry, I just lost my place. Stephen puts his arm around Annie and squeezes her tight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Woo! Yay! Yeah! End of Act yeah, One! I <laughs> can't believe I lost my place at the most pivotal moment! <laughs> but this is actually a perfect time. transition to Todd, who's the one who's doing Act Two. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. oh yes, over. that's right. Uh, yeah, we'll be transitioning. Yeah. It's like music going from yeah. one scene to the next. I just want yeah. to clear up that they have to win music. both yes. prizes to get off $50,000, but you just get $25,000 for being best, best couple. couple. I see. And so if we don't no, kiss, you, you get $25,000. But you can double your money I, I thought that was clear kiss. in the script. That's going to be important okay. later. No, I was so <laughs> like, I was yeah. so in it right, that totally. I got hung up. Totally. totally. No, I think that's fair. You know, you were It pierced the emotional. illusion for you for a second. Yeah. By the way, I can like really see Emma Roberts doing this. Anyone oh, else? Yeah, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Her. I didn't know who Emma Roberts was before. <laughs> You've seen like four movies with her. I just couldn't least. put a face to name. She has different hair color. It's because she's a chameleon. She's a modern day Meryl Streep. Not that like Meryl Streep doesn't know. also exist in our modern day, but she's right. She's a young Meryl Streep. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Meryl yeah. Streep also I, have a niece who acts? She has bright. three She's daughters who act. Emma Streep. Oh, okay. Sorry. Emma yeah. Streep. So I read daughters Dana's and then I wrote my own uh-huh. act. Okay, understand? Yes. And the the cast list will be as follows. Great. Previous characters remain the same. Great. Mm-hmm. Danny, you'll play the butcher. Oh, yes. Jared, you'll play the baker. Cool. Noah, you'll play the candlestick <laughs> maker. It had to be. Shit. Lorraine, you're the tinker. I'll be the tailor. Sarah, you're the soldier. Mm-hmm. Jared, you're Vinny. <laughs> Lorraine, you're Claudia. Yes. And Dana, you're the Christmas tree lot really worker. That's right. Amazing. Understand? Yes. Okay, moving on to the next 12 pages of the Ultimate Forbidden Christmas Kiss. Exterior, town square, morning. Annie and Stephen walk holding hands down the sidewalk, drawing surprised looks from everyone in town. Annie is holding a forced smile, and Stephen is clearly reveling in her misery. We hear murmurs from busy local shop owners as the couple passes. Is that... Any Christmas in Stephen Easter? I didn't know they were an item. <laughs> I wonder what their parents think of all this. <laughs> I bet they can't think anything. <laughs> After those st- simultaneous concussions they got yesterday, my kids were watching that news broadcast. They were scarred for life. The bloodiest Thanksgiving we've ever had. Well, definitely top two. <laughs> If those two get married, what happens to their two families' news programs? Do they merge into one? (laughs) 
I hope so. I hate all the animosity between <laughs> local news outlets these days. All the shop owners mumble in agreement. As do I. A spy stalks all of them in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Annie and Steve and take a seat in an outdoor table at the Jitterbug Cafe. They're the only ones out there. An outdoor table? It's 40 degrees out, Stephen. What are you thinking? If we want to convince the town that we're together, we have to be seen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> an accurate amount that of is an uh, impression. I, <laughs> I'm already regretting this. Maybe we don't go for the best Christmas couple. Surely some other town has a $25,000 reward <laughs> for two people who hate each other the most. Not unless you're willing to travel to Manhattan. Ha ha. You better start looking like you're actually enjoying yourself, Annie Christmas. Just Annie, please. Annie. If we're going to win that top prize, people need to see genuine affection. Do we have to? Who are we even up against for this thing? Oh, shit. What? Vinnie Valentine and Claudia Columbus. <laughs> Just then, Vinnie Valentine and Claudia Columbus exit the cafe. They're laughing and walking arm in arm, a gorgeous couple who is head over heels in love. Vinnie notices Annie and Steven. Well, bless my little heart. Annie, Steven, what a shite the she, both you here. This some kind of confidential local moosh powwow? Uh, actually, it's... Uh... We're on a date. Vinny and Claudia look dubious. Really? Yeah. Aren't we, sweetie? Steven looks at Annie in disbelief, then plays along. Sure are, uh, sugar, uh... Bat? <laughs> and he laughs hysterically. Oh my god, it's uh, so funny when you call me sugar bat. She ropes her arms around him. Um, what about you two? What are you up to today? Vinny and I were just about to go to the Christmas tree farm to pick out our tree for the season. Yeah, they say not to do it too early because it'll turn brown by the big day, but we just, we just can't, can't wait. wait. Okay, couple... loving this couple. <laughs> Very believable. The couple nuzzles each other as they giggle. <laughs> Annie gets a crazed look in her eye. Oh, that is too funny. Maybe we'll see you there. No, okay. It's your day. Claudia laughs her head off. <laughs> Annie follows suit but tries to laugh even louder. Vinny <laughs> and Steven exchange playful punches as they laugh hysterically and point at each other like maniacs. Across the street, the butcher and the baker watch the madness confused. They're an older married couple. Boy, how come we never laugh like that anymore? <laughs> you want a big laugh? Hey, Bridget, remember when Ronnie's pant leg got caught in the wood chipper and it sucked the pants right off his body and everyone in the town square got a look at his little dink? The candlestick maker, Bridget, starts laughing her head off. Bridget. <laughs> I guess her name's Bridget. This is not important at all. That's candy. We'll never pay off. <laughs> the baker laughs heartily and slaps her husband, the butcher, on the back as she walks back into the bakery. I hate your guts, you sack of shit. <laughs> If you ever laugh again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> I guess I deserve that for all the horrible stuff I've done. And then addressing camera. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> Back at the Jitterbug Cafe, our dueling couples are still laughing. A confused server brings out two cups of coffee for Annie and Steven and kindly laughs along a bit before hurrying away creeped out. Vinny and Claudia finally walk off and wave. As soon as they're out of sight, Annie and Steven stop laughing and get down to business. <clears throat> okay, you're right. Somehow we have to be cheerier, more likable, and more... Ugh. Christmassy than those 
bimbos. In the distance, Andy sees Vinny taking Claudia's picture with an old bearded gentleman who looks annoyed. <laughs> Just like Santa. Just like Santa. <laughs> exactly. So what's our game plan? What do you mean? Well, those two spend months planning how they're going to make the most of their romantic holiday time. We have to try to plan more. And they already have a head start. Plan more? Like, <laughs> how much? Once a week? Or <laughs> I'm thinking more like once a day. Once a day? <laughs> the Christmas ball isn't until Christmas Eve. That's not for another 30 days. That's only 30 holiday-themed romantic activities. I'd rather take 30 cyanide pills. <laughs> Steven shoots Annie a look. With hearts on them. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, 30 activities, <laughs> we win the cash prize, and we never have to talk to each other again. Deal? Deal. Steven holds his hand out to shake. A handshake? Is that how I seal deals with my widow sugar bat? They mm. both look very uncomfortable as Annie leans in for a super uncomfortable kiss. Yeah. Their lips touch for 0.2 seconds. Ooh. They both pull away looking very unsatisfied. Yeah. Annie gets up and leaves. What, you're leaving? Come on, it wasn't that bad, was it? Oh, it was horrible, but that's not why I'm leaving. We've got a date with a Christmas tree lot. Steven runs to catch up with her. What up? Exterior romantic Christmas tree lot montage day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steven and Annie walk among the Christmas trees hand in hand. They see Victor and Claudia wearing Santa hats and panic. They rush to some nearby Santa statues and rip their hats off their heads. Steven accidentally rips the Santa statue's full head off. Annie thinks fast and shoves it into a tree. They walk away nonchalantly with their hats on. Steven and Annie come across three little girls playing double dutch with Christmas garland. Annie immediately sticks her tongue out in disgust, but Steven jumps into the double dutch and Annie has no choice but to join him. Vinny and Claudia watch from a distance and seethe. Steven and Annie see Claudia and Vinny helping an old woman get a Christmas tree on top of her car. They see another even older woman checking out at the cash register. They run up and offer to help. She smiles with gratitude and points to the massive 50-footer that she's picked out. Mm. <laughs> Steven and Annie are on the other side of a 50-foot-tall tree. <laughs> Steven strains as he eyes the street for a gap in the cars where they can cross to the older woman's car. Finally, he sees his gap, and the two start lugging the giant tree across the street. Elsewhere in the Christmas tree lot, a mother and a child look at trees. The child peers into a tree and sees the severed Santa head that Annie shoved in earlier. The child screams and run away, runs away like a maniac. He runs headfirst into a tall decorative pole that's holding up all the Christmas light strands. The pole tips, strands of light spark and pop. The pole falls directly toward Annie. Steven sees this happening and ditches his side of the tree and sprints towards her. Annie looks at him, confused, but Steven tackles her just as the pole lands where she stood. As Steven is helping her up, they look back at the giant tree that they left in the middle of the street just as it gets annihilated by a semi-truck barreling down the street. The Christmas tree explodes, the truck screeches to a halt, the sparks from the light pole have caught a Merry Christmas banner on fire, which falls to the ground peacefully amid the chaos of the scene. Who put this Santa head in this tree? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone suddenly notices that the hats Steven and Annie are wearing match the head, and they both smile guiltily. <laughs> Interior, wow. new yeah, studio later. Good. Annie is in Elliot's office, sitting in a chair, clearly getting dressed down. Elliot stands by the door as Diane paces behind her desk. What were you thinking? <laughs> Mom, it's not like I knocked over the light pole on purpose. You messed with Christmas. I hate to agree with my ex-wife, sweetie, but you messed with Christmas. <laughs> And worst of all, because I can't remember her voice. And worst of all, because you're my flesh and blood. We can't, in good conscience, even cover the story because of your stupid journalistic integrity. Yeah. KLU 12 is going to have a field day with this. It's the biggest news story in this town since... 
Well, I guess since I got hospitalized yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes. Remember when the world came to a standstill because you walked off a grandstand? <laughs> I could have died, Diane. <laughs> the doctor said if that drop had been 20 or 30 feet higher. <laughs> but they can't run the story either, right? Steven was part of it, too, so... They have no journalistic integrity. Of course they're going to run it. Oh, and honey, is it my concussion or did I hear that you and Steven are an item now? Yeah, um, when we were in the hospital with you guys last night, we hit it off, I guess. And did I hear that you two spent 30,000 pesos to buy a talking duck from a librarian with an iPad? No, that is the concussion. Fair enough. <laughs> Elliot pours coffee onto his shirt like he's trying to take a sip, but his head isn't receiving his brain's command. I love Elliot. Annie, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> that was it. That's it. You found yeah. it. What do you see in him? Those, <laughs> those Easters are our sworn enemies. Can we not talk about this right now? We have to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. It's Just Christmas then, time. <laughs> Just then, Letitia burst, burst through the door. There you guys are. You're on in eight seconds. What? <laughs> Elliot checks himself in the mirror. He's taken off all his clothes except his tie, which he's adjusting. Not a problem, Diane. Let's go deliver some news. They all panic as they try to throw clothes on to Elliot. Interior bar, night. Annie, flustered, walks into the bar and sits down next to Zara and Bill. Chip, the bartender, slides her a beer. What's this for? Ha- oh, <laughs> Having your news broadcast. Not Vinny. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Having your news broadcasts on these TVs has been great for business lately. The big fall. Now topless Elliot. My customers are ordering three drinks to drinks just to sit and watch the madness. He drinks the entire beer. Well, you're welcome. How are you hanging in there, Annie? Not so good. Stephen Easter and I have started dating, and (laughs) I feel like everything has started going wrong. Starting to wonder if it's time to call it quits. Oh, yeah, we heard about that. Let me guess, was it covered on the news by KLU12? No, we just heard about it from the butcher. (laughs) Why would the news be reporting on your relationship? (laughs) Because it basically almost killed a trucker today. You didn't hear about that? Bill and Zara shake their heads confused, but intrigued. <laughs> Chip, can I see that remote? Chip puts the remote on a coaster and slides it down. <laughs> she catches it and changes the channel on the TV above the bar to KLU 12. They catch the end of the news report. Which brings us to our top story tonight, which has rocked our little town of Seven Swans, Michigan. Here it comes. Gas prices have hit an all-time high and residents aren't sure where to turn. So here's Mavis Bacon with some tips on how to to find the lowest prices in town. Mavis? Andy looks dumbstruck. I don't believe it. Don't believe what? The story. There was a whole thing this morning at the Christmas tree lot. I thought for sure Stephen would have... Just then, Andy sees out the window that Stephen is walking to his car across the street. She runs out of the bar. Should we stop being friends with her? She said, she said she almost killed a trucker. Oh, I almost killed a trucker one time. It's no big Zara looks at him in horror. Mm-hmm. What? It was before I even knew you. <laughs> Exterior street night. Annie runs up to Steven, dodging traffic as she crosses the street. Steven, already in his car, sees her and rolls down the window. Hey. Hey. Wait. Hey, little great... Barrier Reef? God, I'm so bad at cute nicknames. Uh, yeah, yeah, hi. Hey, your family's news station didn't run the story from the Christmas tree farm? Yeah, I wouldn't let them. Journalistic integrity and all that. But you guys have no journalistic integrity. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I still made sure they wouldn't report on it. But why? That was the news story of the century. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, if the town saw that we caused all that. Uh, it was mostly me. Oh my God, thank you. I was so afraid to say it. <laughs> yeah, if the town saw that you caused that, they might not look as favorably on us for the best Christmas couple at the Christmas ball. You really are taking this seriously, aren't you? I mean, it's a win-win scenario for both of us. Plus, when I forbade my family from running the story, I think they really bought into the idea that I actually care about you. So, that was a bonus. This stings Annie a bit, but she shakes it off quickly. <clears throat> oh, totally. Yeah. Good job. So, things got a little crazy this morning. I didn't get a chance to ask, um, what kind of romantic activity should we schedule for tomorrow? Your turn to pick, Dr. Romance. Let me think on it. I didn't spend eight years getting my doctorate in romance to come up with something <laughs> slapshot. I'll call you tomorrow. Good night, my sweet young polio survivor. What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Woo! And and yes. act very good. Woo! Act too. Very beautiful, Todd. Act oh my too. God. God. So touching. <clears throat> Should we keep this thing moving? Great. I think so. No. Let's keep this. Oh, no, yeah. I guess we should. Yeah. Let's keep this train railing. I did Act Three. Here is who will be playing who in Act Three. This is Danny, by the this way. This is Danny. I did Act Three, um, following Todd, um, and the only new roles. It sounds uh, like Danny's delivering the news in this world. <laughs> delivering news. By the way, my name is Danny. It is me, Danny. Uh, mysterious stranger is will be played by Jared. Ebenezer Scrooge will be played by Dana. Davis will be played by Noah. Mm. Mm. Also, right. it picks up directly from where mine it left It picks off. up in, within that same scene. So just for the folks at home um, who may be tuning in uh, <laughs> for the first time, Danny has only read Todd's previous yes. section. He has not read Dana's first 12 right. pages. That's right. right. And good. if this was a brand new screenplay, it would be starting in Media Res. Yes. Of course. <laughs> of course. Right. So right. 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 I know what that is. Yeah. Hey, just so you guys know, Danny knows what that is. I yeah, want everyone yeah. to know that. And just, just so you know, we're not going to explain what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know it. That's a little and... insider baseball that's for right. screenwriters. So right. Maybe yeah, some, mm-hmm. maybe someday y'all. It can... means in high, high resolution. There you go. Media, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank media you. Is high resolution. Medium, medium, medium high. Yeah, yeah, medium high resolution. Anyhow, anyhow, we're starting from right where Annie said, "What the fuck is the matter with you?" Let's go. Is it the concussions? What? They they stare at each other for a while. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Steven Steve's <laughs> Toyota. Toyota. Annie finds herself watching. Is it the concussion or is it the first kindlings of love? Click wonders the mysterious stranger, a.k.a. the spy, who pretends to be a homeless man chattering with some pigeons who is also taking pictures of them. He removes his binocular camera's photo printer from his eyes as he spits out a photo. He flicks the print in the air as he waits for it to develop. He returns his binoculars just packed and retrieves a notebook. We see the notebook is dedicated to Marcus. <laughs> he reminisces about this name as he looks upon it. Then he flips halfway through his notebook to a fresh page and adds the photograph of Annie and Steven staring at each other by the car. He writes underneath, Easter, Christmas. The door opens soon. The return of Charles is not. He grabs a pigeon and whispers in its ear. We are but dust. He snaps his neck gracefully with one movement so that it feels no pain. Inside the kitchen day, a hand snaps a chicken wing. Annie, you broke the bone. Annie and Steven are in the kitchen wearing Christmas-themed sweaters, and everything is looking oh so Christmassy. On Annie's sweater is Santa Claus himself. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Steven. This is my first fucking time doing this. Lay off. Stephen stares at her. Sorry, I'm sorry. L- love you. Stephen plucks the now wasted chicken wing out of the buffalo sauce bowl. No, it's it's fine. I'll I'll just throw this one away. Stephen's clearly not okay with this. Okay, 
Fine, I'll be. <laughs> this is what is happening? What is happening? Why are they doing this? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll be honest, Stephen. This is pretty slipshod. <laughs> and you said it wouldn't be slipshod. Is it? Every everyone in town knows our famous Easter family buck and buffalo chicken wings. It would surprise everyone by working together to personally make the famous Easter family buff and bu- bu- buck and buffalo chicken wings by hand this year. That'll score us 100 billion points at tomorrow's Buffalo Wild Wings Crazy Christmas Yuletide Buffalo Wing Contest. And then we can leverage the notoriety of winning the biggest competition in town to win the other biggest competition in town, Best Christmas Couple. Wow, that's... <laughs> Actually pretty smart. More than just a pretty face, you know. Steven nudges her with his shoulder. Annie laughs playfully. Are they starting to get along? You know, Steven Easter, I have to say, I think I underestimated you. Oh? All this time, I thought you were just the airhead son of the family we have a deep and hateful local news rivalry with, but I'm seeing through this buffalo wing idea and... (laughs) And the fact that you covered for me after we burned that Christmas tree lot down and almost killed that trucker, that you're a pretty decent guy. Their sauce-covered hands inadvertently come together as they both reach into the saucing pool to sauce up their respective wings. Oh, sorry. Let me just... Oh. oh. They pause a moment and look into each other's eyes. Time seems to have stopped. A large clock behind them indicates it has not. Stephen glides Annie's hair behind her ear, leaving behind a nice streak of buffalo sauce. (laughs) You've got something. Stephen removes a buffalo wing from behind her ear and bites into its juicy skin. It was a buffalo wing. Ah, I see. A splattering is heard. Stephen has been dumping buffalo sauce down the front of his dress shirt as he's distracted by the wing in her hair. Oh, fuck my tight little ass. I'll back into the towel. Be right back, Christmas lover. Damn it. He runs to the other room to grab those towels. Annie's phone rings. She throws her wing back in her bowl and picks it up. She tries to pick up the phone, but just gets buffalo sauce all over the screen. God damn it! She spits on the screen, rubs it down with her oh, shirt. What is that? Our robot, our robot vacuum has begun. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. It's, and it's automated time. That's really cool. Yeah, it's loud and beautiful and robotic. <clears throat> wow. How do you tell it to stop? But the, well, you push the home button and then it finds its way home again. You push the home oh, button guy. and it returns yeah, right home. Okay. Turning it off for good forever. Maybe okay. start from goddamn like it again. Wally. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's start from goddamn. Okay. Annie's phone rings. She throws her wing back in the bowl and picks up. She tries to pick up, but just gets buffalo sauce all over the screen. God damn it! She spits on the screen, rubs it down with her shirt, without realizing she's making a poop stain on Santa's butt with the barbecue sauce. <laughs> she licks sauce off her fingers and answers. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she made a poop stain on Santa's butt. <laughs> Can you take it again? Hello? Hey, NASCAR, I'm ready, baby. Dad? Annie? What are you doing working for NASCAR? I'm not. Forget it. Now that I've got you, I'm joining NASCAR. Oh, and your mom wants to talk to you. Annie. You getting down to the Belgian beer makers right now? You gotta get down. <laughs> Annie? You gotta. Annie, Annie, it's your mom, Diane. You gotta get down to the Belgian beer makers right now. What? Why? It's my day off and I'm in the middle of something. Annie, that's an order. As your boss and as your mom, you're not going to believe what's happening at the Belgian beer makers. Your brother's already down here with the truck. We need you to do a remote. It's the big story today, and we need you there now. Mom, seriously. I, I mean, no, seriously, young lady. Wait a second. 
Do I smell <laughs> buffalo wings? <laughs> Annie, are you with that soft-skulled Easter boy again after what you two just did to the Christmas tree lot? Where are my good towels? <laughs> Why are all these ones wet? Yes, Mom, okay? I'm with Steven, and he's not that bad, okay? He's actually kind of... <sighs> Sweet. Need I remind you, our families have a feud that stretches back to the day television was invented. Question mark? (laughs) Your great-grandfather didn't kill their greatest grandmother in cold blood, only for you two to fall in love or win a Christmas-themed love contest or whatever it is young people do today. Mom. Don't mom me, young lady. I am sick of how you're behaving. I... I don't even know you. It's like you're not even a Christmas anymore. It's like you don't even care about KCLU 12. (laughs) Mom, that station means everything to me. Then get your ass down to the Belgian beer makers right now and prove it. Diane hangs up. Annie looks at her phone. There's still a lot of spit and buffalo sauce in the screen. <laughs> Stephen comes back with a stack of pulled towels in various colors. Nice stack, Stephen. Okay, <laughs> I can only find six towels. Do you think that'll be enough? Annie? Annie's gone. The door leading to Stephen's three-by-three-foot patio in his depressing studio apartment is ajar. <laughs> Stephen goes out with his undersized patio with a stack of towels. <laughs> Over the top of the stack, he sees Annie hobbling away from his building, probably in a lot of pain from the three-story drop out of the hard winter dirt. Annie? <laughs> Annie! Annie stops. I got the towels! That's nice. Where are you going? Heading to the Belgian beer maker's house. Something's going down. Did you jump? <laughs> And he starts vomiting from the pain. Whoa. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, stay right there. I'm coming. Stephen places his towels neatly down on his patio. Then he leaves. That's outside of Stephen's apartment day. Stephen runs out of his apartment toward Annie. His windbreaker's making a lot of noise. Annie hasn't moved far because she's limping and hunched over like a critically wounded gazelle. Stephen rushes up to her and tries to grab her. Jesus Christ, Annie, what were you thinking? Annie pushes his arm away and continues hobbling. Nothing. It's nothing. I'm fine. I don't need you. I'm a Christmas. I report... The news. Stephen is put off by this behavior, but he's continued trying to help her. Annie, what is going on with you, my little dove sprinkle of butter? Honey, man, I suck at those, huh? <laughs> Just leave me alone, Easter. Seriously. What's wrong with you? You used to think me being bad at romantic nicknames was funny. Remember Dr. Romance? Remember? Oh, I remember. We were just having a great time, and we were getting one step closer to winning Best Christmas Couple. The bet is off. Or whatever we did. (laughs) (laughs) What? Winning the best Christmas couple thing. You know what I mean. You know what it is and why we did it. But it's pointless. I'm a Christmas, goddammit. I report the news. Well, maybe this is more important than the news. Annie stops in her tracks, and so does Stephen. They stare at each other with unwanted, brilliant comprehension, more lucid than they've ever been in their entire lives. More important than... The news? It's fucking Vinny and Claudia and their Tesla. It's a green and red, of course, with Christmas ornaments hanging off the underside, strings of Christmas lights running along the outlines of the car, and of course, antlers and a growing red nose on the f- glowing red nose on the front. Steven! Annie! Hello, you guys! OMG! Are you guys fighting in a gutter on the side of the road? They look around. They are in a gutter. No. No. Annie and Stephen lock eyes and snap out of it. No! No. They jump into each other's arms and begin kissing aggressively, but unconvincingly, constantly looking at Vinny and Claudia to see if they're buying it. See? No fighting here. Just two Christmas lovers having a Christmas walk through the gutter. Hee hee! And kissing. Yep. Um, Just the best Christmas couple being the best Christmas couple. 
Christ. Well, that is good news. Yeah, because we were just showing one of our oldest, most beloved family friends around town from the comfort of the back of our Tesla. Ebenezer? The back window rolls down, slowly revealing an old curmudgeonly man with a top hat. Ebenezer Scrooge. He peers at them through those old-timey binoculars that people use at operas and movies with a little handle. <laughs> Annie and Stephen hold hands in their breaths as old Ebenezer looks them up and down while mumbling to himself. He writes notes on a little notepad. Vinny and Claudia smile and whisper and laugh between each other. Annie and Stephen hold hands even harder. You there. E- yes? Please remove your left shoe and present it to me forthwith. Stephen removes his left shoe and holds it up. Ebenezer scrutinizes it for a while, then nods, writing notes down and mumbling to himself. Annie and Stephen stage smile as Stephen puts his shoe back on. Do you think we're making a good impression? I don't know. Finally, Ebenezer taps the window twice with his cane and rolls up his window. Okie dokie, bye guys! (laughs) We're going to demolish you in the best Christmas couple competition, by the way. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, have a cinnamon apple cider! Vinny hands them both one and they speed away in their Tesla, so it's pretty quiet, but it kicks a bunch (laughs) of snow in the air. Beat as Annie and Steven stand stunned. They look at each other. Then Annie slumps to the ground unconscious. Black screen! God damn it, God damn it, move! Inside a car day, Annie opens her eyes. Everything is fuzzy. Steven? Steven is driving the car. He honks. Come on, I will fist your asshole! Oh, hey, Annie, you're awake. How are you feeling? I feel okay, a little woozy. What happened? Hey, move it, asshole! You passed out after we were appraised by Ebenezer Scrooge. (laughs) Oh my God, Scrooge, the main judge of the best Christmas couple. I totally forgot. Do you think he saw me pass out? No, definitely not. It's hard to see out of a Tesla. Hey, fuck you, <laughs> ass licker. Here, drink some water. <laughs> Annie takes a second to notice Stephen's thoughtfulness, then takes a drink. Where are we going? We're here. Here? Oh my God. Outside the Belgian beer maker's house day, there's a massive commotion outside the Belgian beer maker's house. A police cordon has been set up around which throngs of bystanders try to get a glimpse of what's going on inside. Police cars sit up front with a number of cops coming and going into it out of the house. Journalists snap pictures. In short, it seems to be a very serious crime has happened here. Being stuffed in the back of a cop car is the butcher. <gasps> Stephen pulls past the crowd. Duck! And he does. They roll past the KFRT 9... 9- or 10 truck where Steven's brother Lucius is reporting they lie (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck while Steven pretends he is looking at something else Annie raises her head again there's the KCLU truck drop me off there Outside the Belgian beer maker's house, continuous, Stephen's car pulls up to the KCLU truck. Standing nearby are the candlestick maker, Tinker, Taylor, and Soldier. (laughs) I can't believe he did it. You don't think the old bastard finally snapped, did you? Yeah, he's been baking that bread for years. (laughs) And besides, what's the Belgian beer maker got to do with it? Rumor has it, it... Rumor has it, he and the baker were pounding each other's holes. No! Sure best day! His wife made a joke about his penis, but do you think that was enough to make him snap? <laughs> Who knows what drives a man to such wanton violence? Maybe we are all just a few bad days away from going over the edge. <laughs> they all stand there, considering this as the camera drifts over to the KCLU van where Annie is screaming at her brother, Davis. I'm serious. This is what mom demanded I come down and report on? On my day off? I'm not gonna do it! I'm just a cameraman. <laughs> okay. It's ridiculous. I mean, every single year, the Belgian beer maker does his annual Christmas-themed murder mystery escape room, and it's one of the biggest events of the year. How could she not schedule a reporter to cover it? I won't do it. I won't. Uh, I'm, I'm just a cameraman. <laughs> and she interrupted my second day of 30 days of Christmas activities, wherein me and Stephen Easter are completing 30 days of Christmas-themed activities in order to win Best Christmas Couple. 
we were only on day two and we were ma- and we were making Christmas buffalo wings to win the only I'm so sorry to win the buffalo wing competition or whatever only to be interrupted the nerve of mom to do this we'll see <laughs> we'll see how she feels after she's missing the biggest story in town I'm just the cameraman. <laughs> I'm not joking, Davis. I'm not going to report on this Christmas-themed murder mystery escape room. Steven walks in from parking his car. I need to get back to the... Annie's eyes flit over towards the house. Then her eyes track back to Steven. They connect in this moment as they lock eyes, and something passes between them. Doing 30 Christmas activities in 30 days. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? That we could solve the shit out of this Christmas-themed murder mystery escape room and, combined with my buffalo wing thing, <laughs> knock out two Christmas-themed activities in one day? God, I love you. What? Nothing. Get the fuck out of my shot. I'm about to do some goddamn news. And he brings her microphone in her mouth and David slings his... Davis slings his camera up. Don't forget about Davis, crucial <laughs> character. Yeah, like, oh, there were brothers, but I was like, one of them's a brother and it was Lucius. Yep. Of Matt, Mark, Mike. Oh my God. Mike. Oh, oh my I think that more scripts should do what you've done where you point out that a clock on the wall has, that time has not stopped. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be clear. Just so you know, time has not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might reading. think that they feel that time has right. stopped. <laughs> audience should know time is right. continues right. in this one. I just don't want to confuse people. I think the characters should always be wearing a big watch or like some <laughs> yeah. sort of like, yeah. like, so like flavor flavor flavor. Flavor. Oh yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Just so we know what yeah, time yeah. it is. It's like branding a cattle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean judging watches. by these 12 pages Danny it's clear you don't want to confuse people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to make it direct and clear. <laughs> And that's it for episode one of the Starring Emma Roberts podcast, featuring acts one, two, and three of the ultimate forbidden Christmas kiss. But we'll jump right back into it in episode two, which is already out. You can follow us at Starring Emma Roberts on Instagram and at Starring Emma Rob on Twitter for updates and news about the show. You can also check out the script and other fun stuff on our website, starringemmaroberts.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.